0: Good morning everyone, I go to Arab Shabbos, and Afrelich and Adar. But, unfortunately, Yisrael is still in Avelos over the God of Adar. of Shmaryo, Yosef Chaim Kenevsky, Zeich What a great hatava, Kaddish Baruch Hu, was native to us, that we had the merit to be in the generation of such a caliber of a Tamil Chacham and a Tzaddik. I want to share with you an idea on Parsha Shmini, And I didn't even know Reb Chaim Knievsky would make it into this week's Shira, but of course, you know, that's just the way things always work. We're going to examine a very important Pasuk. It's a fundamental Pasuk in every possible sense. And especially in the uh, vein that this is the middle word. These are the middle words of the whole Torah. And Parak Yud Pasuk Tezayin. Moshe Rabbeinu cannot understand why Aaron Akoyin did not eat from the Saur of Rosh Chodesh. Aaron had just received the news that his children, Layaleinu, two of them passed away. And Aaron Akoyin, although he did partake of two of the Karbanais, but he did not partake of the Saur of Rosh Chodesh. And the Pasuk says, Parak Yud Pasuk Tezayin. V'eisir HaKhatas. <laughs> darash, and the sawyer of Rosh Chodesh. Moshe expounded; he searched. Why didn't Aaron eat it? What happened to it? No, Behold, it was burnt. And Moshe got angry. On Elazar of b'nei Aaron, why didn't you eat it? Darosh, darash. The middle words of the Torah. Why are these the middle words of the Torah? What is so important about the words daroish Darash, that these are the middle words of the Torah? Says the Degel and Ephraim, this teaches us that what the Torah is about is constant seeking, constant inquiry, constant delving. That's the core of the Torah. What is Torah? Not just to sit there and read words, to sit back and hear a nice entertaining shir. The purpose of the Torah is to delve and to delve and to delve and never to be satisfied. And never say, well, yeah, I learned that parsha already. Oh, I heard that Torah already. Oh, I know that. No. Constantly, incessantly, endlessly, the Torah is infinite. The root, the core of the whole Torah is darash, darash. To year to seek, to seek, to delve further and further. Now, very important. I want to share with you a tradition that we have from the Megalamukois on this vein. Megala Mukois, we know, wrote 252 interpretations of the opening of Vas Khanan, And the Megala Mukois tells us that our Messiah is that when you write a Sefer Torah, the first Darosh needs to be at the end of the line, and the second Darosh needs to be at the beginning of the next line. That's how it must be in a Sefer Torah. Darosh, darash. You have to write the first Darosh at the end of one Shura, and the next darash at the beginning of the next Shura. Why? says says, This is to teach a person. ain't There's no end! The Torah has no end. Just when you thought you got to the end, you have to start all over again. You're all the way at the beginning. The reason why we write, daroish Darash, is just when you think you've completed, you've mastered, you've plumbed the depth of something, that's when you need to come to the recognition you haven't even started. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> You have to start from the beginning. And this is something we can learn from Meshav Abenu. at the very end of his life, on his last day, he turns to God and he says, Almighty, you've only begun to teach me your greatness. Hashem has only begun? Moshe stood at the burning bush and Rebbe taught him the secrets of of Hashem's existence and His essence. Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Harsina and he learned all the gateways of wisdom. There's no one who knew more about HaKadosh Baruch Hu than Moshe Rabbeinu. And Moshe Rabbeinu has been reviewing his learning for the last 40 years. And even so, even though Moshe Rabbeinu has reached the pinnacle of of human recognition of Hashem, he turns to Moshe, he turns to his on his highest level, and he says, Ata le-haroisa You've only begun to teach your servant. In fact, the Torah is so endless. Darash. You came to the end? Start over. You know why? V'hinei soirof. stands for Shishim Riboy there's 600,000 different forms of faces corresponding to 600,000 letters of the Torah. And each letter in the Torah has 600,000 explanations. Can you imagine? There There's 600,000 letters. Each letter has 600,000 interpretations. And that's the reason why, when we write a Sefer Torah, the last words of the Sefer Torah, liene i Yisrael, have to be in the middle of a line. To teach that even when you got to the end of the Torah, you've only, there's no investigating. You have not come to the uh, fullness of understanding the depth of the Torah. Darish, darash. Just when you thought you got to the end, you've come around and you have to start at the beginning. boy Vihine so'yraf because the Torah is shishim Reboy partsufim. But that's a, a remarkable understanding and a, a, a remarkable recognition. And if there's one thing we could learn from the P'tira, a rab chayim, is that certainly for us, you know, if a person ever erroneously, mistakenly thinks that they have a significant knowledge of Torah. Just look at Reb Chaim Knievsky and you'll see how nothing you know compared to what's humanly possible. But I still want to share with you a tradition from the Gra and a kasha of Reb Chaim. On the Pasuk and Boy, Parak Yod Be'ez, Pasuk Beis, we're going to read that next week. Parsha hachodesh. Rashi says on the pasuk This month is for you. Rashi says Moshe Rabbeinu had a difficulty about the what the moon looks like in its moilad. Moshe Rabbeinu didn't know how the, how big the moon has to be to be mekadesh. The Chodesh, And Hashem showed him the Levana and he said, It's like this, this is what you need to see and sanctify. Says the Gra, we find three things that Moshe Rabbeinu was Niskasha, and they're all alluded to in his name. Moshe stands for Menorah. We know Moshe Rabbeinu had a difficulty with the Menorah. And Hashem had to show him a menorah shalish, so the mem stands for menorah, shin stands for the Moshe Rabbeinu didn't understand the ma'atzas hashkel, so Hashem said Ze-ha-yetinu. Whenever it says zeh, zeh means Hashem is pointing with his finger, and hachodesh, the new moon, hachodesh, the new moon. So the name Moshe stands for menorah, Shkolim hachodesh. So if you came. So this year, just to hear that, it was, you had a good day. Okay? So if you want to know, was my Friday, March 25th, was it a good day? Yes. The answer is yes, it was a good day. Because now, you have the very important, uh, yidiyah, why Moshe was called Moshe. Moshe stands for Menoira Shkolem Hachodesh. That's the Vilna Gain. Reb Chaim Knievsky, Zecher Saddock Levracha. He wrote a Ha'ara, a note on this comment of the Grah. All he wrote was, And as Reb Chaim would uh, often write very cryptically, concisely, mysteriously, Reb Chaim just said, look in the Gemara Menachos, look in Toysis," and it's a question on what the Gra is saying. What was Reb Chaim Knievsky bothered by, by this comment of the Grah? So in the footnotes on the Grah, he brings... That if you look in Menachos, it says there are three things Moshe didn't understand. And they are Menorah, Rosh Chodesh, and Shratzim. Which is different than the Grah. The Grah said Menorah, Rosh Chodesh, Shkolem, and the Gemara says Menorah, Rosh Chodesh, Shratzim. In this week's parsha, Moshe Rabbeinu didn't know the simanim of a kosher sharetz and a not kosher sharetz. So, Toysus asks, why doesn't the Gemara count Machsus HaShekel? Moshe Rabbeinu didn't understand Machsus HaShekel, and Hashem had to show him a Shekel of Eish. Says, the footnote, the reason is, Um Toisus says, because by the Machsus HaShekel, it's not that Moshe had a question. He, Bechlal, did not have any understanding what Klal Yisrael was supposed to do. So, it's not like something that he didn't fully grasp and he had a specific question. He could not make heads or tails at all about the mitzvah of the Shegallim. So Reb Chaim Kenevsky's question seems to be that why does the Gra say Menorah, Shekel, and HaChoidesh but the Gemara says the three things Moshe didn't know are Menoira Shekel, excuse me, the Gemara says the three things are Menoira, Roish Chaydash, and the Shratzim. So the Grah is somewhat of a contradiction to the Gemara. And the footnote on the Grah answers Reb Chaim Knievsky's question by saying, uh, maybe Reb Chaim is right. Maybe really what the Grah did say was instead of Shrotzim. Shratzim. Okay? So that's Reb Chaim's question on the Grah and the answer. And let's just add one humble point over here. We know there's a concept in Judaism in Lashon HaKodesh, that a name is a description of the essence of something. A name is not an arbitrary term that is attributed to an item. A name is something that is supposed to encompass the essence of something. That's why Adam Marishon had a tremendous Chachma. He knew how, what to name every animal. He knew how the word Shin Vavre Shar was able to Sum up the essence of an ox. How each letter, the shin had, in the letter shin was the biological nature of the ox. The letter vav, the letter resh. Other reason had the talent to be the the deep wisdom of understanding why God needs to be called Adoin Kael. Why man needs to be called Adam. Adam has this dichotomy. On the one hand, Adama, and that's what we're used to knowing. That we are created from the dirt. But on the other hand, the word Adam, and this is very important, is from the language of le Elyon. I am comparable to the Almighty. So man has a, d- a dichotomy. That on the one hand, we're dirt. We're created from dirt. We end up in the dirt and we turn into dirt. So on the one hand, we're a very coarse physical entity. But on the other hand, Adamah, adame we have the capacity to become similar to the divine, so Adam Rishon had this chachma to give a name to something to really capture the essence of it. Could someone tell me then? Oh, you see, My, that 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 individual, Moshe, the one who gave the Torah to Jewish people, the greatest person ever lived. You know why he's called Moshe? Forget all the things he knew. There's three things he didn't know. He didn't know the menorah. He didn't know about shrotzim. He didn't know about achodesh. So let's call him Moshe. I mean. Is, Talk about honing in on the negative over here. You know, here, the man taught us every single thing that any Jew knows today is only because Moshe Kibbutar Sinai. He knew everything. There are only three things he didn't know. So, don't. You know, we can't let go of that. We we have to always remember that. Not only that, that's his name. His name is... What's your name? My name is the three things I don't know. Menorah, Shkallim, or Menorah Shrotsim, and Achoydesh. I mean, you know, let go, let go already. He knew everything else. That's his name? And the answer is that's his name. Because if we want to capture the essence of who Moshe was, Moshe was not someone, Oh, you know what I know. Moshe was the incessant, endless yearning to understand the Word of Hashem. And if there are three things that he didn't know, Instead of saying, well, the answer to that question is beyond the scope of this year, Maishu Rabbeinu said, Nisham, I don't understand, please explain it to me. That was the godless of Maishu Rabbeinu, the greatness of Maishu. His essence was his incessant yearning and bikush to understand the Torah of Hashem more and more, deeper and deeper. And if he's not going to understand the Menorah, he's going to ask the to Rebosh I'm not going to settle until you show me a Menorah of fire. That, in fact, is the greatness and the hallmark of Moshe Abinu. his incessant yearning to understand the Torah Hashem. Okay, Merva Rabbeisai, we're now going to uh, turn to Shir on Um We're going to bring up the nice